0: Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. It's morning and afternoon somewhere, is <laughs> I'm Stephen Webb and this is Stillness in the Storms and this is 101 episodes. Last week was a bit of a heavy episode, but it's a really important one. And normal schedule is resuming on this episode. And this week we're talking about accepting our human condition. Our human condition. It's about embracing our humanity including all the limitations, all the complexities, all the beauties, all the feelings and emotions, everything like that. Just accepting that we're human. That's it. That's all what this episode is about. What does it really mean? So Alan Watts has a great quote. The meaning of life is just to be alive. It is so plain and so obvious and so simple and yet everybody rushes around in a great panic as if it were necessary to achieve something beyond themselves. The point is, just be ourselves, be our human. You know, just, just to be human will mean that we have emotions, we have thoughts, we have aging. The body's going to break down what humans live, if they have a good life, 80, 90 years. If you're an ant you might live I don't know what a week. If you're a fly you got 10 days. We just happen to have 70-80 years. And if we had 400 years and I often think this, what well, what would it be like to live 400 years? I thought, well that would be pretty awesome, but I would waste 360 of them thinking I've got plenty of time. But I still waste most of my hours each day but I, I like wasting time I enjoy what I'm doing while I'm wasting time and that's okay but we fantasize about being other than human we fantasize oh if I come back as an ant or I come back as a fly come back as a rabbit why would you want to come back as a rabbit you only eat things like I don't know lettuce who wants to eat lettuce all their life although something's telling me in the back of my head that lettuce is not um, something you should feed rabbits, but we've done it for years and I haven't heard them complaining. But we do that, don't we? And that's what I'm going to talk about more on this podcast. I've jumped ahead a little bit, but I want to just say thank you to Laura, the new member in our Buy a Coffee members area. It has a little members area, although. I'm working out what kind of thing we're gonna do with it. We're gonna have like a weekly Zoom call, I think. That'd be awesome. We used to do that with another members when we used to have the Inner Peace Academy. And I wouldn't mind resurrecting that. Problem is I don't want to overpromise and say, right, we're gonna do all these things and then not deliver because I tend to do that. I tend to over exaggerate what I can do in a week. Been 50 years old. My body's been paralyzed. I've been sat down for 32 years. And a voice in my head just goes, lazy. No, I'm paralyzed. That's why I've been sat down for 32 years. And (laughs) don't those voices, again, another thing, reason for being human. The voices just come and go. They just, it's like a symphony of comedy and manic depressive. And yeah. To be human. That is it. The 10,000 voices, Buddhism says. They're all there. They're alive and well. I've tried to spend most of my life trying to silence them. But going back to Laura, the new member, and I want to say thank you to Claudette and Sangha for your donations this week. You are awesome. You literally are, and the anonymous ones this week, you literally pay for this podcast to exist. With the hosting, the editing, and things like that. Although I do all that myself, I need the tools to do it. So you pay for this podcast to exist. So thank you. And just before I actually dive really deep into the podcast, although I've kind of started, um, I just want to tell you about a book I'm reading at the moment. Everything is obvious once you know the answer. How Common Sense Fails Us, Duncan Watts. And it's just brilliant who knew that it's harder to program a robot to use the subway in new york city than it is to put a rocket on the moon or a rocket on mars and i've always looked at rocket science as like really hard it's not and in actual fact apparently that's quite simple to do It's, it's basic mathematics not in my mind basic mathematics but it's mathematics but what about riding the subway On a busy day in New York City, do you stand next to each other? Do you look at each other? Where do you sit? All these unwritten rules. And it's brilliant. It's really, really opening my eyes to looking at the world in a different way. And that's what I'm all about. Just show me a different way to see it. I can see it my way. I want to see it in a different way. I want, you know, it's like that's why I like artists because. They show me a different way of using materials and art and paint. My way is quite bland. So this is what books do. They give me a different view of the world, a different world view. And it's wonderful. It opens up things. And I suppose all my partners and friends and family and colleagues and all of you, everybody, every email, gives me a different view and it's wonderful most of the time but sometimes i get a view that i don't want but then again that's human so okay this podcast has gone totally off the rails so i'm gonna stay off the rails and just carry on talking and i hope that's okay with you because that's what the mind does so going back to being human which is not totally back to the podcast but it's kind of so what does it mean to be human well we're just we're trying our best we're doing our best we're dealing with complex feelings that have evolved over the last i don't know few millennia few i don't know however many years but now we're living together in complex societies and communities and we have all these rules and we have all these things that we've got to live by and sometimes it's not easy sometimes it's really really tough and sometimes we mess up okay a lot of the times we mess up that's me projecting now (laughs) but we don't want to be this do we we want to be something else we want to be more calmer if i was a rabbit i could just go out in the fields all day and chill out i could live in my little run and i could do that i want to come back as an ant. I always think of coming back as an ant. Why? I've never heard anybody ever say that. Why would I ever want to come back as an ant? I suppose as an ant, you're free from all the problems. You've got no mortgages or you got no bills to pay. You can just break into someone's house in the corner of the door and, you know, make a home and have loads of babies in the closet where all the food is and just annoy people. And you can just run up the wall behind your mate all day long and come back down behind your mate all day long. See, here I am fantasizing now what it would be like to be an ant. This is what we humans do. But I just don't think we embrace it enough. Love the fact that we have an imagination. But don't try to change it. So if I actually wished I was an ant and wanted to be an ant, I would then mean that I don't want to be human. But then I suffer because I think there's a better alternative. And there isn't. There is no alternative. You are human. You cannot be anything else. You know, there is not, I I highly suspect there wasn't a piece of paper that we could all tick which one do you want to be before we had the entrance exam. So when people say, like, they're proud to be a certain nationality. I'm like, did you have an entrance exam for that did you tick boxes did you i'm like i sure as hell didn't i wasn't even there <laughs> you know maybe i was in some spiritual realm but i have no idea the main problem we have with resisting who we are and resisting the human is that we suffer we suffer a lot because like i said we think there's alternatives we think there's some kind of joyous realm that we can live in. And some kind of, if we are a certain animal or we are a certain level of human, perhaps if we were enlightened, we would have no suffering. Or we had no attachments, then we'd have no suffering. It's somewhat true. But being human, you're going to have some attachments, you know. I don't want to get rid of small minds. You've got a big mind, no attachments just joyous you just well big mind doesn't have joyous but you got big mind that has no attachments that has no kind of realm of wants or pushing away or anything like that and the small mind is i want to be this i want to do that i want to feel this i don't want to feel that i don't want to get rid of my small mind because i as stephen can get rid of my small mind because that's the reality of the nature of being human but we can embrace the fact that big mind exists and we can step out of the small mind occasionally and enjoy or at least have the peacefulness of no suffering and that's the greatest thing of being human is the fact that we got to a point where we can be aware that we can step out of this suffering we don't always have to be in the complexities of life And when we look at something slightly different when people open our eyes. I think it was when that looked up and said, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So if we stop trying to deny this human being and just be. Okay, I'm human. What's the best possible awesome human I can be? I'm sure that's what the ant's doing. I'm sure that's what the ant's doing every morning how can I be a good ant or the bee or the rabbit (laughs) I'm I'm absolutely positive but of course not it probably doesn't even know it's an ant or maybe it does maybe it's just walking around going oh I wish I was human wish I could have a car to drive around in I wish I could have like all the extra things they have I've tasted their ice cream in the... Well, they probably haven't tasted ice cream. That's probably in the freezer. That would kill them. Yeah, store your food in the freezer and then ants won't eat it. I apologise for this podcast. I just in one of those moods. Embrace one of those moods. It's okay. It's really warm in the UK at the moment and we weren't expecting this and the kids have gone back and we're hot and... I'm sitting here with a slight sweat across my brow and recording this, so I'm going to put the video on YouTube. And we have a conversation in the UK. We talk about the weather because there's nothing else to talk about. And that's all we ever talk about in the UK is weather. Ah, oh, it's a good day today. Yeah, it's a bit hot. Yeah, it's a bit cold. Ah, oh. so we've been talking about the topic of conversation this week in the UK has been it's sunny now. The kids have gone back to school. And I was sat down, Bosco and Pike, the other day. And an uh, elderly couple said that to me. And can't say that for very long, can I? I'm nearly elderly myself, 50 years old. But they, said, they looked up and said, yeah, this always happens when the kids go back to school. I said, yeah, but wonderful for the kids, isn't it? It means they can actually enjoy their breaks at school. They can go outside and enjoy the sun. Oh, yeah, different way of looking at it. And that's the point. If we keep looking at things in a way that, and through the lenses of we are suffering, we can just be human. I wouldn't feel the sun on my face if it wasn't human. I doubt the ant is thinking, oh, lovely day. I'm going to go to the supermarket or I'm going to go to the closet and collect some more whatever I eat and go and store it up because it's going to be raining next week. Asking the other ants about the weather forecast and complaining. Gossiping, they probably will one day. If they are around long enough, they'll probably evolve to the point. <laughs> no, they won't. If they haven't got there, I don't know. But this is what it's like this is what the brain does, this is what the mind does, this is what it means to be human. Embrace it, love it. You know, when we accept the fact that we're human, we have some kind of emotional freedom to play with the ego to play with who we think we are. The irony is, the more mental chatter that we can witness, the more mental clarity we have, the more inner peace we have. Because we're stepping out and witnessing it. Does that make any sense? It's like, if you're in it, you cannot enjoy it. It's like the ice cream doesn't enjoy the taste of being an ice cream. I enjoy the ice cream. So if I'm being me and not stepping out of it and the experiencing the fact of being human, how can I ever enjoy it? Interesting. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's that interesting, actually. And at the end of the day, um, Jack Cornford said, in the end, three. Th- just three things matter. How do we live? How well do we love? And how much do we learn to let go? And of course, letting go doesn't necessarily mean living a, a life as a Brahmin walking down the street or through a forest and having nothing with an empty beggar's bowl, just hoping somebody for your teachings is going to give you a grain of rice, like the Buddha got to at one point. And I think Eckhart told it got to a point where he was on a park bench and homeless, and he realized he was still desiring food. It's like, so I'm still attached to food. Well, hell yeah, that's what your body needs to survive. But it's you're not going to get rid of these attachments. I philosophically know these things, Am I living it? No. I got plenty of stuff around my house now. Got loads of stuff around me. I bought a new camera that people have donated and helped me to fund so I can put it on the chair and I can show you a little more of my explorations while I'm out and about. And it picks me up and makes me a little bit happier. But I laugh about it and. They step out of it and see the craziness in it all. Because it is kind of crazy. This whole human experience will come and go. At some point, the universe is just going to die out. At some point, the whole universe is going to go and take its last breath and go, Oh, thank Christ that's over. Or maybe not. (laughs) Maybe the universe is stressing as much as we are. Maybe the universe is having a panic attack like we are. An existential crisis, as they say. So how do we embrace this human? Just observe it. Sit down. Use meditation to watch the thoughts come and go. Be entertained by them. Notice the feelings and wow. Like as if you've never felt that feeling before. So when anger comes up or when frustration or... A sense of guilt: Look at it like it's the very first time you've experienced it. See, of course, when children experience all these things that have been human, they don't have the awareness or the knowledge to go, "Ah, what's this?" But they do it intuitively, don't they? I was told a story the other day about a little girl that noticed windows that you could see out of, and through the window was what was outside. I don't know what they thought a window was up until that point. Some kind of awesome picture that looked similar to outside. Or they probably never even looked at it to think about it. But they were like, oh, you can see the tree and you can see the grass. And they would run to the door and they would look out and go, it's the same thing. Oh my God, you can see through the window. You have no idea. Come and have a look at this. Windows you see through. And of course the parents like, yeah. And the kids like, Oh, it's magic! Wow, and that's what we need to do with our feelings. We we need to see the universes that the magic it is. We don't need miracles to believe in magic. Magic is literally thinking a thought up and being aware of it. That's amazing. Do you know what you really are? You are a collection of atoms with chemical things going on in the brain that has some kind of organisation that has come from organ after organ that is built up and it's got more and more complex to the point now that you can lean on the hedge with your neighbour and have a gossip conversation you imagine if nature looked at it backwards and go okay we're going to evolve for a few million years and what we're we going to do with this if they go oh we're going to clean up the universe we're going to have some kind of really profound kind of thing Nope. We're going to gossip. We're going to complain. We're going to... We have these most incredible machines that we're in control of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I'm sure you know what I'm saying. How well have you lived? How well have you loved? And how much have you let go to actually really experience what it means to be human? really experience what it means to be human so just before I wind up this this week's podcast I just want you to if you become a little bit quieter and in meditation you can head over to the Inner Peace Meditations there's another podcast I have with lots of meditations and it just helps you to take a step back to slow down a little and to observe life for what it is in the present moment, not what's going to be later, not what it was earlier on. None of those things are important. None of those things. You can't do anything about the future right now, technically. I say technically because a voice just jumped in my head and said, Ah, but you can. I'm like, Yes, but <laughs> you can't do nothing about the past. Okay, voice said, Got me there. This is what's going on in people's heads. See, for years, I tried to get rid of all the voices. I tried to get rid of the anger. I I was going to be a pacifist, and I was going to be calm. I was going to walk the earth by kissing the earth with every step and things like that. And and I realized the voices just got louder and louder and louder until the point where I was overwhelmed by all of them because they were all going, hey, we deserve to be alive as well. It's like, oh, okay. So now I am literally hundreds and hundreds of voices that all vying for my attention while they're all me and we're all just having this wonderful committee meeting inside my head getting nowhere fast and occasionally i can get them all to sit down and go wow look at that (laughs) and i embrace it now because it's hilarious it's what it means to be human so what about practical steps about this? Just observe, watch. There's a wonderful saying that Jesus said in Matthew 6:34, And I had to look it up to make sure I get it completely correct. Although the translation and things like that. I don't know how they quite got it right, because they, they wrote it 300 years after his death. But I can't remember what I said at the beginning of this podcast, let alone that. Anyway, Jesus said, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. (laughs) Absolutely. Each voice has enough trouble of its own. Don't worry about the other one. Each podcast episode has enough trouble. Each day, each month, each year. Stop worrying about them all. But what a different life you'd have lived if you hadn't worried about everything. But the irony is, you would not have lived a different life at all because the worrying didn't actually do anything. Oh, the irony. So, embrace your humanness. Be human. You cannot be anything else. You cannot be the ant. If you want to be an ant, you ain't going to be. <laughs> I was going to say wait, but you ain't going to be. So, yeah, there you have it. If you want to be an ant, don't. You're human. Enjoy being human. And I think this is the real secret to life. Embrace what is. Embrace what you are right now. Because right now you cannot be anything else. You cannot change the thought that you just had. You cannot change the emotion that just arose. You cannot change anything that's in this present moment. You ain't that powerful. The irony is neither is the universe that powerful. So if nothing's that powerful, why are you still trying to do it? And you'll have a lot more peace, just trust me. I'm going to leave with a quote by Alan Watts. This is the real secret to life. To be completely engaged with what you are doing in the here and now. Instead of calling at work, realize it's play. Start to enjoy. I want to say thank you to my donators this week. You are awesome. Welcome to the newest member, Laura. We're going to start doing some Zoom calls monthly weekly. Um, just one a week and just getting together. I just need a few more members. So if you're interested in that, head over to devenweb.uk. Buy a coffee. You can sign up. It's $6 a month or more. Up to you, whatever. And you'll be helping to keep this podcast afloat. Afloat, awake, alive. Um, Helping to pay for it, really. And we're going to sit down over the next two or three weeks and really dig down on what we can do from it. And it'd be lovely to welcome back many of my old friends from the Inner Peace Academy. I'd like to revive similar to that, but without the pressure. Without the pressure. So look. Take care guys, I love you and be an awesome human.